0: Hey all you nature nerds, this is You're Gonna Die Out There. Hello nature nerds we are here again with another nugget of nature. A nature nugget. That's right. If you will. A little short shorty for you. Like when you want to quickly listen to a story, we've got it right here. Megan's going to share something with us today. Something straight out of the
1: news. Straight out of the news. Yep. And I just want to preface this with I'm going through an X-Files revival, if -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. I've been I love it. Watching The Mm X-Files. I'm on. I'm on season five. My son was like, oh, I'm going to watch this with you right around the middle of season three. Wait,
0: what years was The X-Files? I mean, knowing it's
1: 90s. So early 90s, Jen. Is it? it? Early 90s.
0: Yeah, because I think I was asking you if it ages well and you're like, "Mm." Mm,
1: There's some things that like I did not realize that Mulder was a little bit misogynistic. Yeah. Like there's little things that, like at the time, you'd be like, "Wow, that guy's really progressive," but now it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, bro."
0: Yeah, it just always, you know, I because I remember the reason I didn't watch it is because I was in college mm-hmm. during that time, and I don't even know if I had a TV or what. I yeah. I would go to my mom's, and she would be watching it, yeah, and so I'd catch bits of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I feel like I saw the movies, oh the, yeah, but I, I never watched the actual.
1: Show th- the show. I mm-hmm. I watched the show, but I don't think I ever watched the movies. Oh, so okay. fun! All right, and I forgot that like the storyline about his sister like starts much earlier than I remember. Like so, some actual real stuff goes mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. way earlier than I remember it happening. So because you
0: never saw the early episodes, I I, before. I probably
1: just didn't realize like yeah. that's how early it was. I don't know, or maybe I watched reruns or something, and I was like, wow, this is anyway. Um, and my son. Uh-huh, um, you uh-huh. know, like walked into the room on like a weekend when I was watching it and he was like, oh, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's the X-Files. Do you want to watch it with me? And he was like, is it creepy? And I was like, eh, yeah, I mean, it can be. <laughs> There's some creepy things. Also, there are a number of episodes that David Duchovny has like kind of like a romantic thing going mm-hmm. on with like kind of a femme fatale typically some kind of witch or alien-ish type person and I just can't when I'm watching those I'm just like that guy has a problem like I know about you know know, too much I know too much about him
0: right we're too far in the future yeah
1: we're too at the time it was perfect it was fine it worked it was fine yeah Uh, but now I see something different behind his eyes yeah you know and Mm -hmm. I I, it's icky it's like watching
0: Kevin Spacey now. Yes, yes. Like, I, I've always freaking loved Kevin Spacey. And now then I'm you like, know
1: things. Like, God
0: damn it, Kevin Spacey.
1: Or, like, every time you see Miramax pop up on the screen, you're like, ugh. Like,
0: why? Why on. did these things have to happen? I mean, yeah, we know too much now. Yeah. It's good we know. It's good. But.
1: Yeah, yeah so my son is watching it with me. I did not let him watch the one episode called Home. Do you remember this at all? It was very controversial. No,
0: I've honestly, Megan, I never went back. I mean, I've seen episodes here and there. I've never
1: watched the whole thing. It's basically about like a family that's inbreeding. And oh, oh. in the beginning, there's a scene because I guess there was an infant that had died and they like buried it. And it was, Ooh. it's like, like everybody lost their minds. It was this incredibly, like everybody watched it. Uh-huh. You know, it was like a crazy viewership for that episode. Uh-huh. But in then people, 93 or something. Uh, yeah, okay. And then people just were like, that is awful and it was really gory and they ended up taking it off the air for a period of time but now Uh it's on you know it's on netflix so they stream everything right and when i you know when i was watching i was like wow this i remember it being like really like shocking Mm -hmm. you know just like oh my god but now it's kind of like there's way more horror type things that go on anywho the point that I'm trying to make is that... <laughs> I'm like, is this your science news? Uh, <laughs> that we all need to go we're, back and watch we're the just X-Files? Gonna, uh, let's start at the beginning. Episode one. No, <laughs> I wanted... I was looking through science news stuff, and this headline popped out at me, and it was like, space travel influences the way the brain works. And I was like, perfect. I've been watching the X-Files. It's very spacey. No, super spacey.
0: You mm-hmm. know? Oh, yeah.
1: Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found this on Science Daily, and just a real quick summary. Scientists have found how the human brain changes and adapts to weightlessness after being in space for six months. Some of the changes turn out to be lasting even after eight months back on Earth. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they're the scientists at the University of Antwerp and the University of Liege. L-I-E-G-E. I, what is that like... German, maybe? Sounds good. Anyway, have found how the human brain changes and adapts to weightlessness after being in space for six months. And there's this guy, I'm going to really mess up his name, Raphael Legios. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Soon to be the third Belgian in space, acknowledges the importance of the research, quote, to prepare the new generation of astronauts for longer missions. So they go on to talk about how, like, when we're kids... We learn about gravity, mm-hmm. like if you drop something, a glass, right, and mm-hmm. it breaks, like you, mm-hmm. that's gravity, like you learn. Or if you're playing tennis or a sport and the ball like is flying a certain way, like you kind of, because of gravity being an influence in our lives, we adjust the way that we do things. Which is like me
0: never playing sports because the <laughs> ball always just hit me in the head.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were an astronaut, maybe you would play sports because... There's no gravity. My perception
0: would have been, oh, yeah, okay, well, there you go. It wouldn't have, like, nailed me.
1: So they say, yeah, astronauts who go to space reside in a weightless environment where the brain's rules about gravity are no longer applicable. Uh, A new study on brain function in cosmonauts has revealed how the brain's organization has changed after six months. a six-month mission to the International Space Station demonstrating the adaptation that is required to live in weightlessness. I'm thinking about, like, when we were kids and they would have, like... Whoever was on the International Space Station or somebody mm-hmm. who was in space and they would like do a video. It was mm-hmm. really grainy and awful of them trying to drink orange juice. Right. You know, and it would just be like little bubbles of orange juice and they would like, boop, boop. They would catch them. Yeah. Yeah. If you spill something, it's not going to be like, oh my God, it's everywhere. You know, yeah, it's just it just be, floats like, around. And then you just kind of collect. Well, it. I feel like that's a whole nother. Cleanup. Right. A yeah. whole different kind of cleanup. Anyway, the University of Antwerp has been leading this brain DTI scientific project through the European Space Agency. They've been using MRIs. They took MRIs from 14 astronaut brains before and several times after their missions to space. The researchers collected the astronauts' brain data in a resting condition. So without them doing any kind of task. Okay. So they're just like chilling. Yeah. This resting state functional MRI technique enabled the researchers to investigate the brain's default state and to find out whether this changes or not after a long duration space flight, space flight, I can't space say. flight? the final frontier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they go on to say that they learned from these MRIs that the way that people's brains were connecting things, they say it in a really convoluted, you know, smart person way. <laughs> Yes. It's it's very science y, very like neurosurgeons are talking here. And normal people, we have to listen real hard. Yeah. And we're still confused. Basically, that the brains were like the way that they made the connections in the brain changed. Mm -hmm. And that those changes remained after at least eight months of being back on Earth. So, all I can imagine is that there is like this astronaut comes back to space comes back to space comes back home Mm -hmm. right it's been in space been like you know eating little bubbles of orange juice or whatever yeah yeah and then they're in their kitchen and they spill their orange juice and are disappointed (laughs) like oh shit gravity you know what i mean right like their brain actually didn't like they have like a surprise like oh moment yeah that happened yeah, yeah, that happened. It kind of makes me think of sea legs. Mm-hmm. Like this is like astronaut brain, like space brain.
0: I like cosmonaut.
1: Cosmonaut, that's a fun name.
0: I feel like they should do the same study for Peace Corps volunteers because I feel like <laughs> it takes even more than eight months Yeah, to make your brain get back to... There are still some things. Oh, yeah. Residual. Yes. Residual effects. Yeah. Can we do the study like an MRI
1: <laughs> on a Peace Corps volunteer and then they come back in two and a half, three years? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I like it. So something that's kind of, I guess, interesting to this study is that the data set is really specific, Mm -hmm. right? There are only so many people who go to space. Of course. And they're in this kind of like timeline where they can retest people because there are repeat space people, right? Those, Those like people go to space repeatedly. Uh So they can test it after each time they go up to space. And this part of the article made me think about how many astronauts are in space right now. So there's there's actually a website. Oh, I found it. It is called whoisinspace.com. Okay. And there are currently 10 people in space right now that's it? That's it. Ten. There's ten. I mean, it's like American. Is that just the
0: U.S.? Or is no, it... No,
1: it's everybody. Oh. Everybody. And what's so interesting to me is that, like, every country that is on this list, because it's like the International Space Station is like the international... Like, everybody's in... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just the U.S. So, um, it's like Russia's in here. There's one Japanese, Koichi wa- Wakata. There's three Chinese guys... Two women, one American, one Russian, and then two American men and two more uh, Russian guys. But Megan, Tends how many
0: spy that. balloons are up there right now? <laughs> That's what everybody wants to know. I mean,
1: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> how many went over Guam? How about that? OK, this is totally an aside, but how about that? Like our governor had to give testimony about that. There was I guess it would like flew over Guam. And we knew about it, or she knew about it. She got it, you know. When was that? Before it was seen over (laughs)
0: continental U.S. All I know is there's been some weird stuff we've Mm -hmm. seen flying around or exploding out here. And we're like, eh, probably North Korea. Like, we just, like, we're just so used to it. We're like, either China or North Korea, whatever.
1: Yeah. No, I, I sometimes get phone calls from family members who are like, oh, my God, are you okay? And you have to be like,
0: yeah, It's fine. It's fine you know it's just it's part of
1: our lives here it's just how it is it's just right anyway like
0: spy balloons were like yeah whatever <laughs> we saw it we see those we see it's fine
1: <laughs> but yeah no you can go they actually i think they have a twitter also that you can follow at who's in space and we're, it's uh, just like yeah we're Not on the
0: twitter anymore though
1: also just this is the best part of the website there are currently eight toilets in space
0: oh I mean, I guess... Uh... Okay, well, who's having a share?
1: <laughs> I imagine when you go in the toilet, it's like yeah. definitely
0: a sucking...
1: Action. Oh no! I remember. I remember actually watching a video of somebody who was on the International Space Station explaining how they used it. I mean, they didn't like show, but they but they like <laughs> held it up to their you know their front part of their pants or like their butt. Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, this is how you do it." It yeah, it's like a bag, and it is. It, like, it's like a vacuum. It.
0: Like and it would have to. Yeah, with no gravity, that would be uh, because you don't terrible. want it to come. <laughs> that would be terrible.
1: <laughs> yes. Anyway, there are four toilets on the International Space Station. Did you know that? Now you know. No, no, I didn't. Look, You learn something new every day. There's one toilet on the Tianhe, which is uh, another, I I guess, kind of like space station. There's a Crew Dragon Endurance, one toilet. One toilet on the Soju MS-22 and one toilet on the Mm Shenzhou-15. They also have the list of active robots exploring space. Right now there are six. And I do want to just say that on every person who is in space, they have a total time in space to the second, Oh, which is, I think, kind of cool. Like there are people 150 days, 136. I think the longest is I think the longest is the Japanese astronaut. Yes. And he has been in space. Four hundred and eighty three days, six hours, twenty seven minutes and thirty-eight seconds, thirty-nine. 40. Because
0: they're hardcore.
1: Just like our hardcore. last episode. And he just we looks know this. he just looks really stoic, but they're all wearing the same color uniform, like like mm-hmm. flight suit. Mm-hmm. And they have all the same patches except for their country. Okay. And I guess their nation's whatever the equivalent is to NASA. Their nation's space. Because I
0: guess when you're in people. space, it doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Because you're
0: not you're no longer You're yeah. You're just a human floating up there. Yeah, Yeah. That's really interesting. I remember seeing an article at some point that was, there were like twins. Do you remember this? And one of them was an astronaut and they did some sort of study to compare the two of them because one had been in space for a good amount of time and the other one wasn't. So they did some sort of, like looked at their, you know, blood work and vitamins and like all this stuff to see if they were like aging differently. yeah. So, I don't know. Did they
1: find anything? Do you remember I, what the <laughs> I feel like there was. This was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I feel like there was some things that were different. The guy who had gone to... The twin who had gone to space, you know.
1: Yeah, had was, like some... He he actually had this like alien DNA that (laughs) was in his system, and he was somehow able to like change his skin to look like eyes would
0: flash to like reptile eyes and then back. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely watching. Just side note: watching the X Files like just all the time now in any spare time that I have has kind of like altered my brain a little bit. Like they should do an MRI on me at this point. They
0: should do an MRI on me because I've been listening to Dateline for two <laughs> months straight. And yeah. now I'm just like it's a husband. It's a wife. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, is Dateline only cover stories that's the husband and the wife? Or is that just like a, a real theme? I think it's a theme, Jen. It's just what happened.
1: Yeah. I think outside of like serial killers. Yeah. It's just that's just how it happens. It's someone close to you. It
0: is so crazy. Yeah. And it makes me think, like, if there's this many things, but there's so many people. But mm-hmm. but, but it, like, with the, when you <laughs> listen to it, there's so many. It makes you think that, yeah, that people are just crazy.
1: You're, like, eating your dinner, looking at your husband. <laughs> like, like, like Just uh, so you know.
0: My life insurance isn't worth it, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, I did also look up... so. NASA has a kind of cool site that's like 60 years and counting that kind of goes over the whole history of uh, Americans in space. Mm -hmm. And I I thought it was pretty cool. There's all the different projects that have been there. They do actually talk about Katherine Johnson, who was a person of color who did all the math. She's like the, the mathematician who did all of the calculations at Langley's Research Center. Do you remember this at all?
0: Oh, uh, my daughter's watching that show about her. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix or something. Yes. Yeah, she's been yeah. watching it. She's really
1: into it. And I'm I'm like, that's so great. So yeah, she did all the trajectory analysis for Alan Shepard's mission. And right. she did it all by hand. Yeah. That's the part that blows your. your... Just like stacks and sacks of paper that, you know, she like typed it out, but it was like... In her brain.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Insanity. Yeah. Yeah, and they talk about, like, John Glenn, the Gemini program, all the different Gemini, the Apollo, all the things you can go through and look at them, and I'm just going to scroll down because I saw something super cool. They do talk about the first six women selected to be NASA astronauts in 1978, which I thought was really cool. Sally Ride, Rhea Shedden, I think I'm saying that right, Kathy Sullivan, Shannon Lucid, Anna Fisher, and Judy Resnick. So you can go and take a look at those. Ladies, and then there is something else. Oh, here we go. Peggy Whitson holds the US record for the most cumulative time spent in space, which was 665 days. Wow. A lady. And it made me think about that joke, how they were sending women into space and they they for like a week and they asked how many tampons they needed. And NASA gave them like a hundred. A hundred tampons. For a week? For a week. For one week, they were that, only going up for one week, and they were like, "How many
0: tampons do you need?" That is so reminds me, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast before when we went to Peace Corps, and they gave us like a gallon Ziploc <laughs> packed full of yes. condoms. Yes, and I was like, "What the hell do you think that I'm going? <laughs> why did I join the Peace Corps? Did, what just, What do you think I'm here for? Just to be good, saying. Lord?
1: <laughs> like, what's happening? Oh, man. So I just think about Peggy Whitson. And that she was up there for six hundred and sixty-five days, and she probably had like six hundred thousand tampons. They're like here, her. six hundred thousand tampons. We
0: know that, like, the, like hear. a whole cargo hull of the, the <laughs> yes, ship, which yeah. is full of tampons.
1: Just this is the tampon. <laughs> this is the tampon sector. You know, like
0: like the whole ship that was just shaped like a tampon. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's very Austin Powers on me.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. I I just had to laugh as soon as I saw that it was the woman who has been there the longest. It made me immediately think of that. And that is such a men
0: thing. It is. It is.
1: And you can actually there is a site that is Cosmos. Hyphen And then there's, I'll put it in the thing. Like you guys, it's much longer. I'm sorry. I don't even know why I read that out. It's so silly. But it's called the Infographic Book of Space. And it shows every astronaut per year from 1961 all the way until today. Well, the last, I guess 2021 last mission that okay. like they're tracking. And you can see where it's like men. Just a lot of men, Russian and US men. And then there's some like random international astronauts that show up in 1978. The very first woman was 1963 from Russia. Okay. And her name was Valentina Vladimirovina Tereshkova. I think it's a Tereshkova.
0: Yes. And they were all just super scared
1: of her. Yeah. She was probably a badass. Oh yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it goes on. You can look at all of the different all the different people you can click on each little person, and it'll show you their little information. person. Yeah, there's, I'm like I'm, you're not looking at it, but there's like little bubbles, and they have like a little person inside. So you have
0: you ever been? I went to the space whatever in NASA thing in Houston? Houston. Yeah, I went yeah. there. So the when, best part was the picture that you can get that looks like you're
1: floating in space. Uh, but you're I not. didn't get that. Okay, oh my gosh. I
0: still have it. I mean, literally from the night we're talking like 1990. 1990-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we drove Four, because I grew up uh, in Georgia, right? Yeah, and so we drove over to Alabama for something. And I didn't go to the one in Houston. I went to the one in Alabama. There's one in Alabama. Okay. And that's where it's like space camp is. Okay, okay. We went there and took a tour and Huntsville. That's where it is. My parents were like, oh, you know, this is like a space camp tour. Like they showed us all the things and there were like kids there and they were like doing space camp. Uh And I was like, I am going to space. Like it was, yes, going to space camp. No, I did not go to space camp. We just went to take it was like a free tour and you get to eat lunch there that's and it was like just a single tier just it's just, just a slow just a tier.
0: tier didn't
1: Did you tell your parents
0: camp. like I want to go to space camp yes of course and they never and they were like oh yeah we'll talk about it you know like yeah they're it like was, it's probably really expensive uh, yeah I'm i sure. never
1: wanted to go to space camp but you got to tour like the bunks and everything and it looked like a freaking i've like never
0: been interested in thing. like space personally like going and stuff sure. like it's interesting but i'm like no, a, it kind of just blows my mind a little too I much. I
1: definitely do not want to go in, into space. Like, that seems like the most frightening experience that mm-hmm. you could ever have in your life. Like, the idea of flying in an airplane is not great. I don't like that. I don't like it. I like yeah. flying in an airplane. So if you were going to put me in a rocket, which is basically like a massive airplane uh-huh. that's just getting shot into like a void. Uh, away from the Earth. An ever-expanding infinite void
0: yeah it's creepy it's super creepy no thank you i think i watched too many movies when i was little there was one like some weird space movies where people got like disconnected from their hose and they just like exploded inside spacesuits. yeah whatever movies those were that somebody's (laughs) like it's that movie and it just (laughs) it like did it i was like i'm good
1: right i don't have any interest in that um scariest space movie i've ever seen is mm-hmm. that one gravity with sandra bullock have you ever watched that no don't do it jen
0: is that she's just floating around out there
1: and somehow she makes it back to earth it is insane
0: no but are you with me there were like movies i know what you're talking
1: about and, when like, we're younger it's like the people tube would get pulled and explode. then they would explode like,
0: sh- or they explode inside yeah. their suit yeah. yes. it's like poof. <laughs> and that's it, and they're just like it's like spaghetti on their face hood thing. Like and alien. I was just like, as a small kid, because we should yeah. have watched these things no. when we were little, but we did,
1: we did. At that time, I feel like special effects
0: was just like so so gory, so gory, so gory. Yeah,
1: anyway. I watched those.
0: I was like, well, I'm never gonna do that.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, I agree with you 100. I'm not into the idea of space travel. It creeps me out. But would I want to be in Houston, like at the control center? Yes. Okay. A hundred percent. Maybe not in like a really high stress job. Maybe yeah, just like really stressful. Maybe just like the person who answers the phone at the front you're door. You're in
0: charge of the tampons <laughs> that get on the ship. I'm going to be like the tampon lady. <laughs> you're, like, oh my... you're like, excuse me, we don't need 100 tampons. I Let mean let's clear, let's clear this
1: up. Hi, listen. Listen,
0: actually, I can just get some pills for you that you just don't even have a period. How about that? Let's not talk
1: about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, li- listen, there's listen, things that we men, can do. There's, there's ways around it's this. It's such a dude thing, right? I know right it's so they're like good god we'll need all the tampons <laughs> <laughs> oh i and, and i guess because we're women like periods are not mysterious no no they
0: are but for men it is like it's like going into space it is they might as well just go into space because that's how
1: frightening in their minds maybe the vagina is an infinite void <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you get disconnected
0: <laughs> just... you could die You're you could involved. die in there
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, this uh, took a turn. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> great, great story, Megan. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to finish it up by saying that, yeah, go check out this Science Daily article. We'll see what's going to happen in the future because, yeah, they're going to be researching people who are up there now. So it's kind of cool. One of those 10 people. Sweet. That's oh, Those cool. two women with their 20,000 tampons. <laughs> oh. Good times. Anyway, so that's it. That's my uh, nature nugget this week. Thank you. That I hope was you interesting. Enjoyed it. Yeah. And I, I am kind of, just so you know, because I'm in this kick, there's so many seasons of the X-Files, I'm probably going to be doing some aliens, some outer spacey type some, things. Some
0: crypto, crypto, oh,
1: what are they? Uh, uh, cri- like cryptids. Cryptids. Yeah, thank you. I yeah, almost like cryptoids. Cryptoids. <laughs> it's
0: like Altoids. <clears throat> I think you're
1: thinking of cryptologists. Maybe, and the, and whatever. The two words all together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's do it. It's gonna be
1: great. Just not Bigfoot. I get tired of hearing about Bigfoot. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like a huge Bigfoot. It's like a lot of da Bigfoot. Whatever. it's Like a guy out there in a. It's suit. just a Come really on. hairy guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mountain man. Yes. He's a shave.
0: All right. Thanks, Megan. You are welcome. Until next time. Uh, don't die out there. Bye. Bye.